This is Helping of Happiness, episode number 140. Today we have on Sheena Perrin, the founder of Seek Christ Daily, and she is going to teach us all about how to put Christ in different areas of our life. Hi, I'm Hilary Hess, and you're listening to Helping of Happiness. I am a crazy mom of seven kids who loves to build memories through eating delicious family recipes and going on adventures with my family. On this podcast, you'll be introduced to light-filled people and ideas that inspire me to be a better mom and help me bring family closer together and closer to Jesus Christ. Hello, and tell us a little bit about your family. My name is Sheena Perrin. So my husband and I have been married for almost 17 years, and together we have four children, Our son is our oldest. He's 14. And then we have three daughters, ages 12, 9, and 7. Um, My husband and I, we met in Utah while he was going to school. I was just enjoying life, being away (laughs) from mom and dad. Um, But we met in Utah. We got married. And from there, we moved to Maui, Hawaii for a couple of years. It was so great. My sister was living in Hawaii at the time and she always joked about us moving there and they actually found my husband a job. So we moved to Maui. Um, And then after that, we moved back to my husband's hometown of Haley, Idaho, and we have been here ever since. Um, I am a Texas native, so the snow and the cold, I don't love it, but I'm getting used to it. (laughs) So... Um, what a big change from Maui to Idaho that had to be like a huge weather shock. It was huge. And I think the first year we moved back, we got a lot of snow and I was just thinking, why, like, what have we done? Cause we had the opportunity to stay there and we chose not to, well, my husband chose not to, I was already <laughs> to stay there. Um, but I am glad that we moved back. It has been amazing. And I've grown to love our little town here in Idaho, our valley. It's beautiful. It's amazing. So it's been a great place to raise our children. Um, It's just wonderful. That's so great. I'm so glad you love it so much. So I'm really excited about your new account. I've recently been introduced to you and love it so much. So on your Instagram, you're called Seek Christ Daily, and I've been all over your blog too, which is just beautiful. Will you tell me, like, what's the story about about it? What, where did where did it begin, and how did you get started? Okay, well, so I actually started blogging back in 2010, and back then my blog was Little LDS Ideas, and that was just my space to share ideas and printables for Latter-day Saint women to help with their lessons and in the home. Um, I loved it. I loved sharing my ideas and printables. It actually got me interested in graphic design and all of that. Um, But probably two years ago in 2018, I just had the weirdest feeling. And I guess I kind of knew in the back of my mind that I needed to make a change but I didn't really know what that was. And so which is kind of the most unnerving feeling, right? It's like, it is. just tell me what to do. Cause I know something's got to change, but I don't like this unknown space. I don't know. Scary feeling because for so long, I guess I was just kind of like on 
cruise control. I was enjoying what I was doing. Um, but I guess maybe, I, don't, I guess I felt that my time with little LDS ideas had come to an end. I had finished what I needed to do, but there was something else in store for me. And I just, I didn't know what that was. So that fall, we had the opportunity to attend general conference at the conference center with our youth group. Um, and so I went to general conference with that question of like, what am I supposed to do? And it was that general conference where they announced all the huge big changes, like the two hour block and no more sharing time, which sharing time was the huge part of my website. That was like the most popular thing on my website. And I wasn't sad. I wasn't sad at all. It was almost like just a relief, a weight lifted off my shoulder because I was sharing weekly ideas and I wasn't even in primary. <laughs> so it's, that's a lot. It is a lot. But I mean, I did love it, but it wasn't hard for me to just be done. So I knew that was part of an answer. Um, and then we were actually in the conference center Sunday morning when President Nelson um, invited or asked all members to use the proper name of the church. So no more LDS, no more Mormon. And I just thought, oh my goodness, my blog, it's little LDS ideas. <laughs> That's a huge name or a huge part of my name. What am I going to do? And just, I don't know. It was just this peace came over me. And in his talk, he said, if you will do what I'm asking, you will be blessed. So I know, or I knew right then, if I just have faith and rely on the Lord and follow the prophet, it'll all be okay. And then the closing hymn was, oh my goodness, now I've like totally forgotten the name of the song. I hear it all the time. <laughs> I'm going to have to remember. Anyways, the closing hymn, the, the Tabernacle Choir started singing and I just started bawling. Like the words of the hymn just touched me and I felt so much peace and I knew whatever it was that Heavenly Father had in store for me, it was going to be okay. Um, and so on my drive to pick up my daughters, because my sister was watching them for me, I, the name Seek came to my mind and I knew that that was it. I knew, okay, Seek, Seek, that's what I'm, it's going to be called. But it was like, it's been a year, year and a half, two years, figuring it all out. My husband was actually the one who had the idea that it focused on Christ. He said, well, President Nelson doesn't want to use LDS and Mormon anymore because he wants it focused on Christ. So what if you focused on Christ? And I was like, oh yeah, that's a great idea. <laughs> um, and so I just, I really want to help women seek Christ and make and help them make Christ a central part of their life because I know as we do that everything will fall into place all of our problems our worries will just kind of go away as we focus our lives on Christ I think your story is a perfect example of that it's like just your way of finding your way to that account name and switching it 
is a way of coming to Christ. I think that's amazing that even your story about your account is seeking Christ. I think that's so incredible. I love that. So one thing that I like on your blog or your, I guess kind of like your program, because you have more than just the blog you have, maybe we should talk about that first a little bit. It's just the things that you're, that you do because you have your blog, but then you also have all these kind of cool things that you're doing. So I'll let you go ahead and talk about that. And then I can reference other things and our people (laughs) listening will be like, okay, now we know what she's talking about. Um, so I decided that I wanted to do a women's retreat. And so I reached out to some friends and they were all excited. And we started planning this in-person women's retreat that was supposed to take place last March. Oh my gosh. Same with us. (laughs) Two weeks before the retreat happened, COVID hit. And I was devastated. I was just like, really? Why did I feel so strongly to have a retreat? It Heavenly Father knew it was going to be canceled because of COVID. And I just, I had my little pity party, but then it was amazing because it was shortly after that, that like BYU women's conference happened and they did it all virtual. And there was something else that played a huge part in it. But I just realized, I'm like, wait a minute what if I did virtual events? And like my whole goal was to help women everywhere feel uplifted and find ways to come closer to Christ. And if I only did like an in-person retreat, that would only help the women in like a small bubble area. Right. Right. And so I'm like, why haven't I thought about this before? And then you don't have to deal with all the issues of finding a venue and caterers and all the stuff and so much extra stuff. Oh yeah. Yes. But I still have boxes of swag bags and all, yes, all kinds, all kinds of things. Um, so since I guess we kind of threw together our very first seat connected this summer and I don't know. I thought it was a hot mess, but people enjoyed it. <laughs> so I learned from it and I did a, I did one in the fall, which just ended like mid November and it went so much better. And so now we're planning another one for February. That is awesome. So is it like several days worth of classes or how do you have it set up? So it's actually a four week long event and each week we release new classes and each week we focus on something new. So week one, we usually focus on seeking Christ individually and we release those three to four classes on that topic. And then the second week, it's all on seeking Christ in your marriage and we release those classes and then it's seeking Christ in your family And then the final week is seeking Christ through service. And that could be, you know, serving others, but it could also be serving in your church calling. Um, But it's classes on those topics. I love that. And that segues right into my next questions that I was going to ask you, because I wanted to go into those different areas and have you give me some examples of store of like how we can do that in each little, do you mind if we do that? So for example, let's just kind of go in order maybe. So individually, can you give me some examples or some stories of 
how we can seek Christ individually in that. And I mean, this can be from you or maybe from one of the speakers that you had, any kind of example. All right. So seeking Christ individually, I, one of my favorite quotes is from President Hinckley, try a little harder to be a little better. And then in Alma 37, six, we read by small and simple things are great things brought to pass. I probably said that incorrect, but you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, just, I don't know. When I started Seek Christ Daily, I wanted women to know, like, it. this does not need to be an elaborate thing. If you just took five minutes a day to do something to remember Christ and our Heavenly Father, whether that be listening to and uplifting him, reading your scriptures for five minutes, um, anything. Um, I just, I don't know. To me, that quote from President Hinckley in that scripture, just finding small and simple ways to focus your life on Christ will make a huge impact over time. Uh, especially if you're struggling right now to focus your life on Christ, you can't do like this huge thing all at once. It's going to take some time. So just take five minutes every day, or even if it's just three times a week, um, and just start working towards that. I love that. So five minutes in our scriptures, five minutes with like, I'm sure there's a bazillion little uplifting YouTubes that you could watch all kinds of little, great little, I love that. And sometimes it's getting a bunch of those small little nuggets that makes a big difference, right? Cause it seems like it's easy to spend 15 or 20 minutes scrolling on Instagram. But if we maybe go first to that little five minute nugget, that might be like yes. so empowering. I love that. I know. Yes. And there's so many different things that you could do. I used to do like a strive for five challenge, like every other week I would post some ideas, but I've stopped doing that just because life gets crazy, but yeah, well, and it's just different things at different times. Right. So that's awesome. I love that. So, okay. Our next spot is in our marriage. What are some ways we can do it in our marriage? I know we have had some incredible speakers and I'm trying to think of like one that I really, that really stood out to me. Anytime anyone registers for an event, we ask them if they have any question that they would like us to discuss, because we always end our week with a group discussion on Zoom. And we have had a lot of questions where the wife is strong, but the husband is falling away. A lot of the teachers just say, don't worry about what they are doing or what they're not doing. You just worry about yourself and do your best. Um, and because a lot of times how we seek Christ looks different for each other. So yes, your husband might not be kneeling to pray or reading his scriptures where you can see him, but he might be doing something else that brings them closer to Christ. And so like the overall message that I got from our last event was just be loving to your husband, no matter what you know, their weaknesses are and just focus on you. That's great. I love that. Well, and then you don't feel like you're being the naggy wife, right? Cause that just yeah. drives a wedge. It does. And I learned that a few years ago, like you can't control your spouse and what they do, 
and I don't know, it was so freeing, just like, okay, I'll just worry about me. And if, I don't know, if there's something that I want to share, I'll share it with my husband, but don't share it just to be like, I'm sharing this because you really should be doing better. Right. (laughs) Right. You need this. (laughs) (laughs) That causes problems. I think that's great advice. I love that. Okay. What about in our family? In our family. So another, another great, uh, we've had so many great teachers on several different topics, but for me, I think seeking Christ as a family, keep it simple and find what works. A few months ago, I came across an article and this woman said like scripture study, they struggled with it so much and which we do too. My husband works crazy hours, but the idea that she shared was they would do their scripture study right before they ate dinner. So they would sit down at the table and then just do a quick little scripture study. And so I started doing that because my husband isn't always home at dinner time. Um, but I just started doing it because if we don't do it, then, then we don't do it. And we, you know, in the day with no type of scripture study and it's, it's has worked. Uh, and so I just want to, I don't know, I want to say, keep it simple and find what works for you and your family and just be patient because what works for someone else might not work for you and don't get upset or think that you're a failure because it doesn't work. I love that you just are doing it without always having to rely, like you're just doing it because sometimes if you don't just do it, even if maybe not everyone in the family is there, cause that happens to us, we've got seven kids. And so there's a lot of times, maybe my son is working late at his job or somebody has something come up, but if we don't do it before the little ones go to bed, then it's just not happening at all. So we could maybe do it twice or if we had to or something with the older kid. I don't know. That doesn't usually happen, but you know, I really think it is important that, but if you just keep consistently doing it, they should hopefully all be catching in something. But if you keep waiting, it's just totally going to fall off the wagon and that's worse than not doing it at all. Right. And I just, I just thought of something. So my mother-in-law told me, I don't know how long ago, she said that she used to pray for a teaching moment every day. And she she would usually find a moment during that day to teach her children. And I loved that. I feel like those spontaneous moments are so much better than the sit down, listen to me. (laughs) We are going to do come follow me right now. Um, So I think praying for a teaching moment is amazing. And then something else that Like I realized I was doing, so growing up, we were taught that like our husband, they are the one that should be initiating scripture study and family prayer and family home evening. But just like this year, I was like, why, why do I feel like I have to wait for my husband to do it? He has so much on his plate. I could at least do this. I think I was kind of scared to initiate our spiritual, you know, scripture study or prayer, because I didn't want him to feel like I was taking over, like he wasn't doing a good job. And I finally went to him and I'm like, Hey, would it be okay if I did this? And he was like, yes, please. But I think we have this idea that the priesthood holder, our husband or whoever it might be in our home, like they have to be the ones in charge, but that isn't true necessarily. 
Yeah. I love that. I think that's so good. <laughs> I get delegated to a lot. <laughs> like, <laughs> you just do what you want to do. I support you and all the things, but it's just so much, especially when I am kind of around in the home with the kids more because he's out working full time. So I'm kind of seeing some of maybe these extra needs that the kids are having that he's just not on his radar because he's not yes. seeing the sibling contention or <laughs> you know whatever it is that's happening that maybe we need to have a little lesson on kindness or honesty or whatever's kind of been going on a little more special tailored for family night or something I think yeah. it really does help but I love that advice um okay what about through service through service so um <laughs> When my children used to go grocery shopping with me, uh, some of them don't anymore because they're older and they don't like going to the store. But I remember always telling them, be aware of the people around you because they would just like walk in front of people and I would get so irritated. I'm like, be aware of the people around you. But (laughs) (laughs) it's only happens to us everywhere we go. Like we're not Uh, like a parade walking side by side, like over here. But I'm really bad. I would also like point out because one of my pet peeves is like the people that stop in the middle of the aisle and then they're just like there. (laughs) So I would always like point that out, be like, see, if you were aware of the people around you you wouldn't be the person standing in the middle of the aisle I don't know yeah (laughs) so but as they've gotten older it's kind of morphed and so now it's kind of turned into a be aware of the people around you so you can serve them and I loved the talk from general conference one of the sisters I don't remember who it was sorry um, where she felt prompted Yes, Yes, I remember that one. And her name's escaping me too. But yeah, I remember what you're talking about. Yeah. It wasn't Jay Jones. I know. I don't remember who it was. Michelle Craig, maybe? It might have been. But I loved her, like her prompting to put her phone away and be aware of the people around her. And because of that, she was able to serve by simply just um, acknowledging that it was his birthday. And so... I think if we would just be aware of the people around us, if that means like in the talk, putting our cell phones away, or I don't know, I don't know what that might mean for everyone, but just be aware and find those simple ways to serve. I remember one time I opened the door for someone and they were just amazed. They were like, oh my goodness no one ever does that anymore. And I was just like, how sad. That is really sad. That is really sad. And then last Christmas, um, cause I love service. I love it so much. Um, I wanted the youth to get out and serve our little community. And so we, we put a little service kit together and they went out and like left candy canes on shopping carts and things like that. And they sang carols and the youth were so surprised. So many of them came back and said that they had interacted with someone. And these people were just like, why are you doing this? Like, this is amazing. And it just brightened their day so much by a candy cane and a note. <laughs> so yeah, I just be aware. And it might seem small and insignificant, 
but it's not. And if you feel prompted, do it. That's perfect. I love that. Okay. Well, we've talked a little bit about the virtual retreats, but will you tell me how we can find those? How can we sign up for those? All right. So, um, I'm on Instagram at seek Christ daily. I guess it's seek dot Christ dot daily. Um, and so, as I said, we're going to be having our next event will begin February 1st. And so tickets will probably, or registration will open January 1st. And I will be sharing that on Instagram, or you can sign up for our newsletter on our website, which is, which is seekchristdaily.net. Um, and then if you're signed up for emails, you'll get an email Perfect. announcing when we, when it's open. So those are probably the two best places, Instagram and the website. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So do you have some messages from some of the teachers that's really stuck with you, either a presenter or a message or both um, or a bunch? Like you can tell us several if you need to. There have been so many incredible messages and I'm trying to like, I, I don't know. I'm trying to find a way to compile them so that people who just found me can still, you know, appreciate or, you like know, have watch a little archive me. or something. Yes. Have an archive. Thank you. That's <laughs> the word I'm looking for. Um, but I, so Rachel Nielsen of three and 30 G. So Rachel actually lives She's my second counselor in young women. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know her personally. She so, is nice and easy access for you then. <laughs> so she shared something this last for our fall event. Um, and her class was on having a relationship with Christ, even when life is crazy. And I loved her idea of attaching a new habit with an old one. Um, so she said, you know, if you want to say every time I go to the bathroom, I'm going to read my scriptures or every time I take a drink of water, I'll, you know, but attaching it with another habit that's already formed. I just, I don't know that I loved that idea. Like, of course, why wouldn't I do that? It would make it yeah. so much easier. And then Callie Black, she shared some incredible scripture study tips. I can't think of them off the top of my head, though. So I'm that's not a good tip to share. Um, <laughs> but at least we could go look her, look her up, right? Yes, Callie Black of Come Follow Me Study. She is so down to earth and so amazing. Uh, she shares incredible scripture study tips. I'm just trying to think of everyone. They are always just so amazing. I always feel bad because like I want so badly to support everyone, but you can probably relate. Like you talk with so many people. It's hard to remember everybody. Well, and then you feel bad. You're like, I don't want to just spotlight two people when I liked 20 of them. Who do I choose from? It's like, how do you pick your favorite kids? Right? I would recommend because like I said, there have been so many incredible women who have come and taught at Seek Connected. And for our winter event, we have a brother and a man coming to teach. I'm super excited about that. I would, because I still have our fall teachers up. If you're interested, I would stop by my website, seekchristdaily.net and take a look at everyone who taught during our fall event 
and go follow them uh, because they seriously are all incredible. That's awesome. I think those are, that's, it's always nice to have a good resource of someone else to check out. I, I always love following new people that are just giving me light and bright ideas and making my family life easier. It so. is, and there are so many out there. Like I find new people every day. It's just sharing light and goodness. It's so great. It's awesome. I love that so much. Okay. So let's just go one more time over the places we can find you. So your website, seekchristdaily.net, not yeah. .com, dot no. .net. That was taken, so I had to do .net. Yes, .net. <laughs> and then we've got Seek Christ Daily on Instagram. And there's some dots in between the words, but if you type in Seek Christ Daily, it comes up. Yeah. And then your newsletter, which is, we can sign up for that just right on your homepage of your, yes. of your website. It's on the homepage. I know there's, if you scroll to the bottom, it's, it's like a banner on the bottom. Yeah, you can't miss it, right? Yeah. Okay. And were there any other places that you are those are the best places to find you? Those are probably the best. I'm I'm on Facebook, but on Facebook I'm still it wouldn't let me change. So I'm still little LDS ideas, but you can join me on Facebook. I don't love being on social media. <laughs> so I I try to post and share uplifting things, but I'm not always so it sounds like for you, it's really the connected virtual retreats and the newsletter are kind of your best places. Yeah. Okay. That's great. That's where we're going to go then. Awesome. Was there anything else that you wanted to share? I guess I just want anyone who's listening to know that you are doing great. You are incredible. I know as women, especially, it's so easy to look at our neighbors, to look on social media and think that we are failing but you are not, you are just, you're incredible. So don't lose hope and just know that Heavenly Father has a purpose for you and just keep on going. And as you focus on Christ, you will figure out what that purpose is and what you need to do. Um, and I think you'll just be filled with his love and it will just make life so much better. I love that. That's amazing. Okay. You're so incredible, Sheena. This is just, I don't know. You're just a special person. I love that you are doing all of these amazing things for women. I think it's so connecting and it just kind of brings us back into where we should be because it's so easy to get distracted by a bazillion different things. Oh, yeah. I love that you're helping us refocus what we should really be thinking about. <laughs> just all I the think I think we all need that. It's because even I, I never want anyone to think like, oh, Sheena, she's so perfect. She has her life together. No, no, that is like so far from the truth. I need this more than anybody. So, and no, I'm that's, so I think, I mean, all my podcast guests that I ask on, it's because I need that in the moment. It's like, okay, I need to have Sheena on because I need to figure out how to seek Christ daily. I need <laughs> to get better at this. Even though I really try hard to do it, I need to find other ways to do it. So I'm really excited that, and then you just have all these other people that I can learn from too. So I think it's just so great. So I appreciate yeah, it's that. Not so me. Much. It's all the other people that I've invited. They're you're a <laughs> gatherer. I think that's your gift. I think that's amazing. I think it's we need gatherers, right? So we don't have to go willy-nilly shooting around looking in all these different places. It's nice 
to have a nice good place to just okay we're just gonna go look there it's gonna be great have like our little library of people we can check out so <laughs> well do you mind if we shift over to our helpful and happy questions no that you is a few minutes to that okay so I like to throw this in the podcast because this relates to our helping of happiness blog and our blog covers food travel and home and family hacks as well as housing the podcast so our first question is what is your favorite food or meal I am a simple kind of girl, but I love like sandwiches and soups and salads. I could probably live on those forever. <laughs> yeah, me too. I love them. I'm happy. I mean, you were talking about how cold it is in Idaho. Well, you know, Texas, we don't get that cold in the winter, but we had like this really cold snap this last week. Today, it's finally warming up again, but I'm like, oh, I can make soup. It's going to be so great because in the summer, it's just way too hot to eat soup. You know, we're just dying. So I'm with you. I love a good soup and salad. So good. So, okay. What about question number two? What is your best trip you've ever gone on or your dream vacation? Ah, oh, so I think my dream vacation. So my husband served his mission in New Zealand. Oh, and I know. And we had plans to go visit New Zealand when we were moving back from Hawaii, but his mother um, had a last minute surgery and had cancer. And so we never got to go on that trip. So I think one that I, my dream vacation is New Zealand. Um, and then our favorite, I don't know, we started a tradition that every summer we would go watch an MLB game, a major league baseball game and go to a new stadium every year. Oh, this we didn't get to go, but I think, I don't know, just being with my family, going anywhere, I'm happy. <laughs> I love that. That's so fun. What's your favorite sports team? Do you have fun that you like the best or you just watch all baseball or I is it your husband? I know my husband and my son have favorites, but I don't really have a favorite. Like I just like to go see the pretty stadiums and hang out together. It's fun. And enjoy the food. Although my, my brother told me that stadium food, you should never eat it. It's disgusting. And I was like, oh, thanks for ruining that. Oh, go to the, you guys got to go to San Francisco and go to where the giants play. Cause they have the clam chowder and the bread bowl, like all the oh. fancy things that you would normally get as a tourist in San Francisco. So good. In there. And yeah. if you like soup and breads, you, it's be great and it's a really cool stadium because it's on the bay so if they hit the home run it goes out into the water and the, there's people in the boats trying to catch the ball <laughs> anyway it's really fun I love them anyway I grew up going to Giants games with my dad so that was always really oh, fun 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 so okay and the last one do you have a homemaking hack for us I think my best homemaking hack would be to just simplify my family and I, we keep it pretty simple. Um, it helps to live in a small town, but we don't have a lot of um, sports or like ballet or dance. And I just, I don't know. I love that we keep it simple uh, and we are a close family. My children all, especially the older ones now that they're teens or almost teens, they prefer to stay home. And I love that. Uh, so just keep it simple. Don't feel like you need to do too much. 
that's been kind of one of my hugest happiness parts of COVID is that it took all of that out. Not that we had a ton, but we just have so many kids. So if everybody has one thing or one thing plus the youth group or one thing plus, you, you know, it just, it just got to be so much that I was felt like I was going crazy. So I, I have been so grateful for this break and to be able to just reassess all of that. It's been so it nice. Has been. I know that's one thing that I have really loved because even though we, like I said, we're kind of simple, there were still things in our There's lives. still things. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been great. I know. I don't know if that's much of a home making. No, I think it's a huge family hack. I love that. Well, and I, I have found at least for us having that off the schedule, family dinner time goes a lot more calmly because I'm not rushing and feeling crazy, trying to hurry up and have things ready by a certain time or, um, just, we can sit down and talk more because we don't have to rush off somewhere or mm -hmm. clean up or you leave and the house is a mess and you come back and it's crazy. Now we can just clean up when we're done. And I don't know, it just, everything feels less hectic. And I think that is so nice. <laughs> and I don't think it's going to last forever. I don't, you know, my kids are going to want to start doing something sometime <laughs> again, <laughs> but no you know, for now it's really been the breather that I think I needed and to just really get my priorities straight. Well, Sheena, this has been so great. I'm so happy to get to know you. You're just such a gem. I can't wait for everybody to go see you over there at seekdaily.net and go to your virtual retreats. I'm excited. I need to sign up and go too. I love stuff like that. Thank you so much. I love getting to know you as well. I just think you're amazing. And like a doing a podcast that sounds so overwhelming <laughs> see and for me thinking of a virtual retreat on a regular basis that sounds overwhelming to me so I think we all have our things we do our gifts and our talents and our things that we're supposed to do so thank you for sharing yours thank you for having me and allowing me it's been amazing Thank you so much for being with us today. Sheena is so fantastic and she gave us a coupon code. Hooray! So you can save $5 on the Seek Retreat if you use coupon code Hillary. That's capital letters H-I-L-L-A-R-Y. So that's for $5 off of her Seek Retreat. So just when you go into checkout, punch in Hillary, H-I-L-L-A-R-Y. Thank you so much for being with us. If you enjoyed this episode and want to share it with a friend, we would love it so much. And make sure that you um, go give us a rating and review and subscribe in your favorite podcast app. Have a wonderful, wonderful week.